the baby boomers led waves of dramatic culture changes. Their voices raise awareness of consumerism, retirement programs, higher education, health care, and civil rights transformations. Now, the baby boomers have reached an age where it is our turn to give back to them for their voices, their struggles, and their footprint on the society we benefit from today. Boomer Living Podcast is dedicated to the support and the enhancement of senior living and the baby boomers' needs and demands. We welcome conversations between caregivers, providers, gerontologists, geriatricians, neurologists, technologists, developers, and operators with one objective, to serve our baby boomers. By bringing together these experts and the baby boomers' families, we can share our knowledge that will educate and inspire others on how to care for the baby boomers. We're a social platform that focuses on the respect and care of this aging population that gave their youth and their wisdom to the society we benefit from today. Hello. Hello. Nice to connect and talk to you. Same here. Appreciate the opportunity. Today, I'd like to welcome Rick Bannis to Boomer Living Podcast. And Rick, thank you so much to be here with us today. Could you start by having you share with us about your background, where you're from, and what does your expertise lie, and how did you get interested in this field? got into this field back in the mid-1970s, went to work for a hospital in uh, the Chicago area, far northwest side, and uh, have been in healthcare and uh, senior living since the mid-70s, live in the Chicago area, now work for a company that is based here in Illinois, about an hour south of Chicago, and we operate 57 assisted living communities. Most of those communities are affordable assisted living communities, so we can serve individuals of all incomes. We can serve individuals who, depending upon how the community is financed, individuals who are low income and uh, would be on a Medicaid waiver for assisted living. I have had the opportunity to uh, work with hospitals, healthcare systems, senior living communities, retirement communities, assisted living, uh, memory care across the country from Maine to California. And my primary experience has been in sales and marketing. You have quite a, a length of time in the industries, over 40 years. So what are some of the biggest changes and trends that you've seen over this period of time? Over this period of time, I think the uh, biggest change is there are many more options available to uh, seniors and their families. When I uh, worked for the hospital on the far northwest side of Chicago back in the 70s, late 70s, we developed a community, independent living a community across the street from the hospital. At that time, there were nursing homes. There were what we commonly refer to as old folks homes, and there were uh, senior living communities. But this we did not have Assisted living didn't make its uh, foray into the world of options for older adults until the 1980s. And memory care is a much more recent development. Communities designed specifically uh, for older adults who uh, have Alzheimer's or related dementia. And the other thing is that when you take a look at what the options were for older adults, If you did not have the financial resources to be able to afford someone to come into your home to provide assistance, if you needed assistance, your only options were either for family caregivers to provide assistance or to move to a nursing home. 
because Medicaid at that time only covered nursing home care. So a lot has changed, and I think it's uh, we have a lot more uh, on the horizon. So there's a lot of positive things I see. Certainly, many things to overcome in the midst of COVID. So your current role is VP of Development and Positioning Garden Management Solutions. So Garden has grown to be one of the largest providers of assisted living in the country with a focus on affordability and that can serve individuals of all income levels. So in your opinion, what sets Garden apart from the other senior care companies? I think what sets us apart from the other senior living companies is our focus on affordable assisted living and the ability to serve older adults of all incomes. Uh, So many of the other uh, providers in uh, the senior housing arena are focusing much more on older adults who have uh, sufficient financial resources uh, to be able to afford assisted living and memory care and pay private pay rates that can range from three and a half to four thousand dollars a month to upwards of seven, eight, nine thousand dollars a month if you're in a major metropolitan area where there's a high cost of living and you're in memory care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how are the actual assisted living communities that Garden operates, how are they different from the other assisted living communities? I think when you take a look at uh, the physical plant and interior design and quality of construction, there is virtually no difference. I had the opportunity to work for Penny Pritzker in Classic Residence by Hyatt, now V, at one point in time back in the late 1990s, early 2000s. And I would say the only difference in terms of physical plant is that our communities are designed more like a uh, nice Holiday Inn Express or Hampton Inn, as opposed to uh, a country club style environment with all the uh, country club style amenities. Residents have their own private apartments, studio or one bedroom floor plans. The apartments are designed for older adults from the standpoint that older adults are able to furnish and decorate their apartments to their taste. But there is a spacious bathroom, private bathroom in the apartment that uh, can accommodate the turning radius of wheelchair, scooter, walker, plenty of room if a uh, resident needs assistance from a uh, aide with bathing or toileting, plenty of room for them to be able to provide the assistance in a nice, uh, spacious environment. The apartments have their own heating and air conditioning. They have an emergency alert system. They have a kitchenette. These services are very similar to uh, what a a private pay assisted living community would provide. Residents are able to get the help and assistance with activities of daily living, help and assistance with their medications, support services, three meals a day served restaurant style in a community dining room. There's a private dining room for residents to take advantage of for special occasions, entertaining family. You have housekeeping and laundry services that are included, uh, both personal and laundry services and bedding. It's all done in residential style washers and dryers in the building. So it's not done like a in a nursing home where um, residents' laundry is mixed together in a commercial washer or dryer. Each resident laundry is taken to the staff laundry room, put it in its own washer into its own dryer, folded and, or hung and taken back to the resident's apartment. Residents benefit from the 
a full schedule of activities, educational, social, recreational, wellness activities. And uh, residents also benefit from the uh, uh, ability to engage with neighbors. Socialization has become much more of a key they have found in terms of research to uh, a key element in terms of successful and uh, healthy healthy aging in the marketplace. Sure, sure. I think that socialization applies, obviously, to the older adults. But I got to tell you, these days, at any age, I'm thinking in terms of the adolescents, the high school kids, the younger kids, it's tough to get folks to still engage during this time of lockdown or relatively easing back. So now, can anyone qualify to live in one of these communities? In Illinois, set up in uh, the mid-1990s during a uh, budget crisis, an innovative program called Supportive Living. It uh, mirrors the uh, assisted living program here in Illinois. The only differences are it's regulated by a different department in the state. In order to qualify, you have to be at least 65 years of age. On average, residents tend to be in their late 70s, early to late 80s when they move into the community. And uh, they either have to be able to pay privately or they have to uh, qualify for Medicaid. And they also have to show enough of a need for assistance if they're going to be on a Medicaid waiver for assisted living but not too much of a need for uh, assistance so that they would be beyond the scope of care that we could provide to them in the community. In Indiana, very similar types of requirements. You have to be able to either pay privately or be able to qualify for a Medicaid waiver for assisted living. Elaborate on that. So you have the ability to serve individuals on Medicaid waiver for assisted living. So what does that whole process entail? How long does it take? And what does it involve? It in, entails a assessment by a independent agency in the state. The state decides who is going to be uh, providing that assessment. And it's a twofold assessment. One is an assessment for to determine if the resident qualifies for Medicaid financially. And then a health assessment to determine what the resident's needs are and to make sure that the resident and the community can meet those needs. So how much do the residents have to pay to live in garden facility? If they're uh, private pay residents, they pay the going private pay rate, which can range from $3,500 a month to uh, maybe forty-five dollars to $5,000 a month, depending upon the geographic location that the community is in and the whether it's assisted living or memory care. The resident, if they're on Medicaid, in Illinois, it's based upon their Social Security supplemental income. They would pay all but $90 a month for room and board. If they have any additional income beyond, above and beyond the uh, SSI amount, they would pay that to the state as or to the community as well. If they're in Indiana, they pay at least or they get to keep at least $52 a month and they would pay the rest to the community in terms of room and board. If they have income above the SSI amount, they can keep more than $52 a month. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, and where are the, the communities that you operate located? 
We have communities throughout the state of Illinois, from the inner city of Chicago to throughout the Chicago suburban metropolitan area. We have communities in northern, central, and southern Illinois. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are the only company that uh, participates in the supportive living community uh, or uh, supportive living program here in Illinois that has communities located throughout the state. In Indiana, we have uh, now 13 communities that are open and another two communities that will be coming online end of this year into January. They're located from northwest Indiana in the northern part of the state into the Indianapolis area as far south as New Albany, Indiana, which is right across the uh, border from Louisville. So you already have, you said 50 plus, and you're continuing to grow some more this year. Yes, we're continuing to grow. There is a real need for affordable assisted living. When you take a look at the older adult population, there's a significant percentage that are financially well off, that have the ability to be able to afford uh, private pay assisted living, private pay memory care. But there's also a significant portion of the older adult population that does not have that ability. We have residents, I'll give you an example. We have a uh, resident who I had the opportunity to talk to at one of our communities by the name of Pearl. And Pearl was living alone in her own apartment. Her, She was having difficulty with her vision. She could not see the medications that uh, she was taking to make sure that she was taking the right medication at the right time. She was having, she was no longer able to drive. And she had hired a home health aide to come in and provide assistance for a long period of time. But she was getting to the point where the home health aide was costing her $1,000 a month, in addition to all of her other living expenses, food, rent, all of the other living expenses that uh, she had to pay for. And she was to the point where she was having to tap into her assets to be able to afford the home health aide. And she was at the point of running out of assets. She and her family thought that her only alternative was going to be a nursing home. But then they found one of the affordable assisted living communities that we operate. She was able to move into the community. It was a win situation for her family, as well as a win situation for the state of Illinois. Because the cost to the state of Illinois for someone being in an affordable assisted living community was significantly less than what would cost the state to have the same individual to have Pearl in a nursing home. That's very true. That's a very good example depicting more need for affordable housing for the aging population. So you started off talking about the last 40 years of senior living industry. So let's look into the future right now. What do you think senior living will change in the next, let's say, 40 years? Hopefully there will be more opportunities to develop more affordable assisted living communities that uh, can serve people on a Medicaid waiver for assisted living, as well as individuals who can afford to pay privately, individuals who may be more value conscious and taking a look at wanting to move into a community where the monthly fees are not the types of monthly fees that you would see in a country club style assisted living community, be able to serve individuals who can afford to pay privately for a period of time. And then if and when they run out of their assets, be able to convert to Medicaid and do it in a very uh, smooth process. 
hopefully there will be the opportunity to be able to provide much more affordable memory care communities. We see a huge need for that. There are so many individuals who have to go into a nursing home because of the fact that they need, they're no longer able to live in assisted living communities because of advanced stages of dementia. And, but we can provide them a much more home-like environment uh, and provide them with a uh, uh, focus on social programs and provide them with a staff that knows how to communicate with, they're trained to communicate with and treat and care for individuals with memory care. And hopefully there'll continue to be more options available for people, older adults who are finding themselves as having the need for some assistance with activities of daily living and with their medications so that they can continue to maintain as much independence as possible for as long as possible. Very true. Congratulations on your your mission, your work, and your company's growth because it is definitely needed. Thank you so much. Do you have anything else that you would like to add? One other thing that we take a look at in terms of our focus, whether it is one of the private pay assisted living communities that we manage or one of the affordable assisted living communities that we operate. And that is our focus is on providing residents with the love, the compassion, the dignity that they deserve, in addition to the help and assistance that they need. And our goal is to provide them, each resident, with as much opportunity to be able to achieve independence, to achieve and maintain independence for as long as possible so that they can live a productive life. Absolutely. They didn't check out dignity or quality of life just because they're moving into a memory care or dementia care. Or just because they are low-income older adults. In many cases, what we are seeing are people who have raised their kids. They put them through college. They may have helped them in terms of a mortgage on their house. They worked hard all their lives. They've saved as much as they can. But when you take a look at the impact of the cost of living for someone who is now 85, 90, 95 years of age, the assets that they have and what they receive in Social Security benefits aren't enough to be able to afford private pay assisted living. We appreciate the opportunity to be able to help them. And we're grateful that there are programs in states like Illinois and Indiana to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time that you've made and that we connected so that we can have this conversation and just share your work and your mission and your company's growth in Indiana and Chicago. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Boomer Living Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, boomerliving.tv, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and other platforms. This way, you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we would really appreciate a rating in iTunes or simply tell a friend about the show. That would help us tremendously. Be sure to tune in weekly for our next episode. And remember, growing old is the purest and the most positive experience of human existence.